0: It's the new Dairy Queen vegetarian menu. Onion rings, pickles, and that's it. This week on the Story Song Podcast.
1: I hear the tale glory. Three friends who took All the songs that tell us story. It's The Story
2: Song
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Ackerman. I'm Rachel Oaks.
3: And I'm Michael Gazelle.
0: Every episode, we walk you through the world of a story song. And this week, uh, we are looking into the mouth of madness. And hopefully, we can return. This is uh, Ariel by Dean Friedman. I mean, before we get started
4: with anything, mm-hmm. I I heard this song for the first time about two hours ago. And all I have to say is, what did I just listen to? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I could go into a little bit. I, I also heard this on, I think it was on the 70s channel. On uh, uh on satellite radio and yeah much like uh Lonely Boy right um there was definitely a like what wait a minute what is happening but this was this left me less angry I was definitely far more delighted oh it's um, a delight it's a delight you, well
3: yeah. it's the opposite you, where whereas Lonely Boy leaves out a lot of the story yeah this is every single <laughs> detail
0: and That's this is. Right. This is uh, "Lonely Boy" is uh, all story, no details. This is there's no story. This is this is literally <laughs> right. just the details. Uh, this is a '90s fashion magazine because this is details. There's right. nothing else. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> um that was, But that uh, was awful. But yeah, but I mean, I, I, I like I said, I think this is the rare song that I do not think is a good song, and yet I'd love it. Uh, I really legitimately <laughs> love this song. But, uh, also, but, again, being fully aware that, objectively, this song is not good. And uh, we're going to get more into, into that and to, to Mr. Friedman's career uh, later on. But, okay, so the story is uh, we're in New Jersey. And uh, our n- narrator, our protagonist, Dean, we'll call him, uh, meets a young lady at the mall. Uh, he instantly falls in love with her. Uh, again, we learn a lot of details, like she's Jewish. Um, that does not see, I mean, that's fine, uh, but it does not seem to matter one way or the (laughs) other. Uh, and, uh, he tells her that he's in a rock and roll band. She should come see it. She does. They go to Dairy Queen. Uh, (laughs) they go back to his place. They watch TV, uh, and they make love, uh, at the end. And we're, t- oh, and we're also told that well Dean has fallen in love with this woman whose name is Ariel uh, we've also told that she has a beautiful singing voice at no point in the song does she sing nope. uh, and has nothing to do with anything but that is the refrain of is uh, how beautiful her singing <laughs> is so what that has to do with anything I don't know
2: way on the other side of the Hudson deep in the bosom of suburbia I met a young Sang mighty fine tears on my pillow at Ave Maria. Standing by the waterfall grammas park. She was working for the friends of BAI. She was collecting the waters in a paper cup. She was looking for change, and so was I
0: so let's start at the top here. Uh, he says way on the <laughs> other. Let's side start of at the, the top,
3: as if it matters. <laughs>
0: right. <And> we <laughs> like can start it's at the bottom. A, we can start sideways. It really doesn't matter. But, it's just
3: a series uh, of details, and the order does not matter.
0: <laughs> just, just for uh, tradition's sake, let's start at the top here. <laughs> um, so he says, "Way on the other side of the Hudson, deep in the bosom of suburbia, I met a young girl. She sang mighty fine. Tears on my pillow, and Ave Maria. Quite the range. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, tears on um, my pillow and Ave Maria. The first thing I want to say is that." So I believe Dean lives in New Jersey, uh, in Paramus. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we can discuss that in a moment. But it is sort of funny how he's saying way on the other side of the Hudson. So that is oriented from New York City, yeah. uh, from Manhattan. Uh, and yet, so he, it's a, in a way, he's almost seeing himself... Like, not as the central character in his own story, in a way, or not in, like, the central location. Like, he's thinking of himself as, I'm on the other side of the Hudson (laughs) from New York City. Like, it's just, I just find that interesting as a detail. See, the
3: impression that I got was that he was from New York City, and he went out to Jersey.
0: Okay. Okay. That is very possible. That's, that's what that's I one thing I wanted. To
4: that's what I thought too. Or he's he's keeping in mind his audience, which is probably clubs in New York City, and they're like, if he just said Paramus, they'd be like, "Where is that mythical place?" And he's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no it's everybody the knows the-
3: Paramus. It's where the mall <laughs> is.
4: It's on the other side of the Hudson." Oh, you mean New Jersey? I never
0: go there. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing that's funny too is that he doesn't say deep in New Jersey. He says on the other side of the Hudson. Right. So again, it's like a you know that's the way someone from from you know some some manhattanite club goer might even think of it it's like oh that's on the other that's across the bridge i never exactly i never go or i only see it from my penthouse apartment right. uh but i've never actually <laughs> been over there um so D- wait, i got to take the
3: so- path train to get there no
0: <laughs> oh there's no way this myth, this hypothetical person we're talking about, they don't even know the term, the path train. Oh, yeah. They, literally have, <laughs> they don't even know what you're talking about. Car service all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or at least a taxi. Yeah. Um, If for some reason they have to go to Jersey City. But, uh, yeah, they they, they are not familiar with, with the path train. Um, I mean, the train goes on a path. I know that sure. part. But the rest of it, I don't know what you're talking
3: about. It is the path um, to New Jersey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I met a young girl. She sang mighty fine. Tears on my pillow and Ave Maria. Now, um, I think those are if if you do have a good singing voice, mm-hmm. I think those are definitely two good songs. Because Tears on the pillow. Tears on My Pillow is is a tough one. Yeah. Um that's very sort of like high you can't really hide. Like I, as a person who's not a good singer, but um in the past, has done a lot of karaoke. I know the songs in which you, uh, when you're not a good singer, the songs you can hide in, right? Uh, <laughs> and the ones where you are exposed, <laughs> you are nakedly exposed. Is not a good singer. Um, so I've never attempted tears on my pillow, but I feel like that's definitely one that's going to quickly expose you if you don't if you don't have the talent or the chops. Uh, and then obviously Ave Maria, you know, is is a is Ave Maria sweet. Yeah, it's a s- sweeping song done by the best of the best. So uh i guess she you know i guess she was was singing to him but as as we've already mentioned this never happens in the song but so why this detail is here i don't know yeah ave maria
3: you need an operatic voice for tears on my pillow i mean you you have to you have to act your way through that song that is that's a full performance like if you're not good you're not going to sell it
4: where is she singing because is she just singing in the middle of the mall I mean, Not, uh, possibly.
3: She was she's, actually a backup singer for Little Anthony and the Imperials, and they don't get into that in that song, and that's a crime.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, like, she I was singing understand. Tears on
3: My Pillow, but it was her job to sing Tears on My Pillow.
4: Right, well, this is the confusing part. And then we get into the next part. <laughs> I mean, listen, the next verse also adds to the confusion, because she's clearly a music lover.
0: Yes. Um, well, the thing I was going to say, so the other thing I like is that obviously there are there are this is 1977 when the song is released. Uh, there are references, there are overt and subtle references to marijuana. This is definitely a story that like a guy at a party is telling you when he's like really high and it's just going on and on and on. Right. And if you are on his wavelength, then that's fine. You're like, oh yeah, oh man, I totally, oh Ave Maria, I totally know where you're coming from. I absolutely or if you're not you're just like what is happening this is right. just a <laughs> a ramble of random details that don't add up to anything standing by the waterfall in Paramus park she was working for the friends of bai she was collecting quarters in her paper cup she was looking for change and so was i that's a good um, line. that's good a really turn good, good line
4: great. Oh, that's I a know. really great line <laughs>
0: the first, when i heard <laughs> it i had to be ball. like
4: when i heard it i had to go back and be like Wait, did he just say? Oh, well done, well
0: done, Friedman. Uh, so standing by the waterfall in Paramus Park. So Paramus Park is a mall. Um, so she is she's in the mall, and obviously it's the '70s. Uh, and so if it's the '70s or '80s, there's a waterfall in the mall, of course, uh, for no reason. Um, and she's working for the Friends of BII. Now, Rachel, I think you've already sussed it out, but do yes. we know what that what that means?
4: S- it, so it took me uh, a minute at first. I was like, "The friends of BAI, BAI? What is that like? A is it like, like a weird like uh, save the rainforest type thing?" But then I realized right. where we were, and it's WBAI. It's yes. the radio station BAI.
0: Yeah. So BAI is a community-funded radio station. So she's collecting money for the radio station. Um, I can picture not...
4: her setup, by the way. She's got a oh, folding yeah. table with one of those banners. Mm-hmm. And she's got yep. her little like sign up board and her little t- paper cup for change.
1: Yeah,
3: And yeah, she's yeah, saying so, save the clock tower.
1: Right. So,
4: so, <laughs> so maybe she. And is They're like, you're sa- you're
3: working for a radio station. She said, no, but the clock tower is our morning drive show. So that's
4: right. Yeah. Save it. Yep. Mad dog in the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> dog, so I'm telling you, the, the Giants are going to win it this right, year. All right, Clock Tower. All right, all right. Settle down, settle down. Dong. <laughs> we'll be back in. Dong. You make a good point, Clock Tower. You make a good point. I can't well, argue with you. Well done, well done. <laughs> they will uh, go all man. the way this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> BAI is not a sports station.
1: I
0: don't know why we went that way. Well, you route. said Mad Dog. That's.
4: Oh, that's, I guess he's a sports guy. Oh, I don't God. know. I just said the most. Oh, okay. <laughs> DJist morning ride thing I can do. I'm. By the way, good on you, Dan, that you thought I knew that Mad Dog was a specific reference. <laughs> well, I
0: don't
4: know. I mean, what do pretty I know?
0: Famous? Isn't
3: team. that just right, every radio um, guy's name? I think so. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, but uh, everybody's anyway, a Mad Dog. Going back to Ariel. Maybe she was singing. Maybe part of her gig was to set up and sing some songs, and then be like, "If you want to hear more songs by Not Me,
3: right? <laughs> uh, support
4: WBAI." I mean, so maybe that's look. How he if you saw want me to stop
3: singing, listen to the radio. We need your money.
4: <laughs> maybe that's how so he found she, her.
0: If it's nineteen seventy-seven, right. And she's like a hippie chick who is working for the Friends of BAI, and she's collecting coins in the mall for the radio station. If you were to tell me that her bit was to sing uh, loudly to get people's attention, I would. That makes total sense. Right? I would you buy totally it. believe that, that that's what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he would find that very
2: true. <laughs> she was a Jewish girl. I fell in love with her. She wrote a number on the back of my hand. I called her up. I was all out of breath. I said, Come hear me play a rock and roll band took a shower and I put on my best blue jeans I picked her up in my new VW van She wore a peasant blouse with nothing underneath I said, hi, she said, yeah, I guess I am
0: This does feel a lot like oh okay here we are we're in the story now right I I like it has started and then like each successive detail really does not <laughs> add up to anything other than to paint a picture, uh especially of Ariel but otherwise there's not you know we're not like going to get in there's no like dramatic irony reveal that's going to come later in the song where well, any of these details will have mattered.
4: I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Dean Friedman um mm-hmm. is of Jewish heritage. So that wow. line is specifically for his mother.
0: Big swing. Right. That is for his right. mother. That's to say, for when she listens to this She's song. She's a Jewish
4: girl and I love her. And his right. mother said, Thank, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah that's that's what that's for. That's a mom that line. That's for an
0: audience of one. Right. That's, 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 right. An audience that's of one. right. That's when his mom listens to the song. He just he had to slip that in somewhere. Just be like, Oh, exactly. don't worry. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. She's that's Jewish. right.
3: I mean, all these song, all these details are like sort of observations she was singing. She was collecting right. money. She was at the mall. He fell right. in love with her. Like there's, there's a jump.
4: Well, I, I, d- definitely oh, yeah. the, the falling in love with her is like slow your roll, Dean, because you right. just <laughs> met her. You ju- it, because the next line is him. Uh, is her writing his no? Her writing her number on his hand. So yes. they're still at their first introduction, and he's in love yeah. with her. So I feel that Michael. I understand that. But I don't I mean, think I they think just, it's... I don't think he just shoved his hand out in front of her and said, number. I think they had a conversation <laughs> first while she was, you know,
0: busking for change.
3: But for all the details that he gives, he doesn't give that detail. All I
0: right, walked right. up and said, hello. So When he says, I fell in love with her, I mean, I think, you know, I think he's, it's a love at first sight sort of thing. Right, okay. right. I think he's, he's, he's smitten with her. Uh, I don't I don't think he's necessarily saying like, this is. The official love of my life forever, um, but uh, yeah. So they they talk presumably. She wrote her number on the back of my hand. I called her up. I was out of breath, and I said, "Come hear me play in my rock and roll bed." Okay, so we got to go through this real quick. <laughs> I called her up. That's fine. I was out of breath. Why? Why as were you as, out of breath?
3: As soon as she wrote the number on his hand, he ran to the payphone <laughs> on the other side of the mall. <laughs>
0: But call. But she She's not couldn't be call home? her. She doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> this is nineteen seventy-seven.
3: He just no. She he left a, a he left a He left He left a message on on her answering machine.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if she on an answering machine at that point. I, come uh, here by uh,
4: band play. Click. I am <laughs> staying on. I am staying on Dean Friedman's side. I you guys are not romantic in the least. He's all out of breath because he's in love with her and he's nervous. Hello. Oh, okay. It's the first time he's calling her. I. I He's nervous to speak to her. I don't I don't but want your you... I don't want your yuck yucks right now. He's in love. <laughs> and that's what it is.
0: Which is like, have have guys, come on. Let's respect a little young love here. Right? Um some but small I've never, love. But of all the things that happen when you're nervous, I don't I don't think being out of breath is one that's <laughs> like mentioned often. I've been nervous before. I've never been out of breath. From being nervous well he also did a 5k tongue-tied. to psych him he did a 5k well that's to psych what i was gonna up. say yeah yeah maybe <laughs> that's what i was gonna say like if he's out of breath like i mean was he like building a tree house all day was he running from a bear like what happened just before he called did he just wake up from a nightmare like these are all the reasons you would be out of breath you know was i mean it's like probably a... the
3: bear thing right
0: yeah he's he, like he fought a, a bear a... Yeah, or was it in a production of Godspell, like and came right off stage? It was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it was really, oh, it was intense tonight. Anyway, I was just wondering if you would like to, uh, go, uh, Dean? Do you want to like, you want to like call me back in five minutes? No, I gotta, I, gotta uh, do I this got right this right now. I, I was got just, this. Pre- I was just
4: if... Prepare ye the wind of the. Do you want to come see my band? Pre. Uh, uh, <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, okay. So I'm out of breath again a detail that has nothing to do with anything, but I do find it delightful. Um, so then he says, he might've come- been
3: calling from Jack LaLanne. Who knows?
0: Maybe. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, what, what was it back then? Yeah. I mean, he probably was actually being, the class was probably being taught by Jack. Yeah, um, right. Jack LaLanne. Like there's probably the one location. Uh, it was like, I did in this class, we learned how to pull a tugboat with our teeth. Let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I eat glass. I'm Jack LaLanne. <laughs> uh, Um I'm calling so, from a
3: fitness club, which is a thing now.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was invented last week. We're all very excited about it. Um, <laughs> so then he says, uh, come, hear my, come hear me play in my rock and roll band, which obviously her next response to that is, don't ever call me again. Yeah. Lose this number <laughs> immediately. I'm not interested in hearing your terrible rock and roll band. Well, right. Thank you anyway. Um but, I mean, presumably she says yes. Because um, he Then he says, I took a shower, and I put on my best blue jeans. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so, I could imagine what Dean's best blue jeans look like. Right. Uh, which means I do not want to imagine his worst <laughs> blue jeans. Like, whatever the fourth mm. one in the rotation is. That's
4: a real 70s um, line. I put on yeah. my best blue jeans. You're like, yeah, because we're all cash. It's the 70s, everybody.
0: Right. <laughs> now, not so casual that obviously I rank my blue jeans. Like I have yeah. I have a spreadsheet. And when I say a spreadsheet, I don't mean Excel sheet. I mean a literal paper spreadsheet. That's where right. I track the quality of my jeans. Um, but yeah, so I put on my best blue jeans. I picked her up. In my I mean, jeans. it's probably
3: like Sergio Valente, right?
0: <laughs> Was that in the 70s? I don't know who that George is Jordash but... or is Jordash 80s
4: Jordache oh, oh, oh. I feel
3: like is more 80s yeah
0: I mean he feels like just a Levi's guy right I don't think he's yeah could be. designer jeans
3: I mean but but it's his best jeans
0: I think he probably just when he says his best I think he just means the one with the least number of stains yeah yep. <laughs> like this one only has three stains and so <sighs> that's why this is my best
3: um, or it's, oh, it's all based on the size of the bell bottom
0: right well that too yeah, yeah, it could be bell bottom circumference. Uh, yeah, it there, there's a there's a there's a uh, a score for least number of stains, uh, plus bell bottom circumference right. uh, divided by belt loop length.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> These bell bottoms cover half the floor. These are my best jeans. <laughs> These
0: are the best. Uh, um, so uh, then he says, "I picked her up in my new VW van." Um, All right, which. Well, only, you know, as someone who obviously came later than this, just the idea, and of course it had to be, but just the idea at some point that VW vans were new, that you could get a new one. (laughs) It seems very funny to me. Um, This wasn't, he didn't buy this to be like a 90s hipster. Uh, He just bought a van (laughs) because that's what was available.
4: He's not turning Um, it into a tiny home. He's just using it as a van.
3: (laughs) Well, I think he's also transporting his band stuff. Yes, well, like that's, that's why I'm he saying. got the the van. It that was why practical. He has, that's
0: yeah, he's that's very why he practical. Has, exactly.
4: Also, like cars in, back then were eighty dollars.
0: Right. right. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 Every yeah, time, could, <laughs> this is a you could get like you get like a drink coupon kind of thing, and right. you just get a car. This
4: yeah. is a li- listen. This is a um uh, uh sort of not non sequitur, but this is a tangent. But I will the amount of times like I've had conversations with my father talking about his cars over the years, and in mm-hmm. in his teens and 20s he's like oh yeah we had this car and then I had that car and then I had this car I was like where do you get this money mu- what are these <laughs> what are you getting them at a vending machine it's unbelievable the <laughs> amount of cars people had back then I've had two yeah. cars in my life and, and they, they keep saying they were both VW
3: ba- vans that,
4: that's right they and were they both were just, brand new
3: they were, and they were both just like stocked with amplifiers
4: that's right. Right. that's right and people always say oh they don't make them like they used to well they probably shouldn't because you went through cars like nobody's business back then <laughs> yeah
0: well, and that was the thing. Like, first of all, they were super cheap. Um, you were constantly wrecking them uh in like tragic ways. And <laughs> right. I believe I believe before 1970, every third car in America at some point was possessed by a ghost. And That's so right. you That's, had that to That was keep, tough. Like you would just get in on a Monday and be like, "Oh, ghost. I have to go get a new car." And then you yeah, would just but... go to the dealership and be like, "Hey, I have this voucher. From the government because my car has a ghost, and they'd be like, "Well, just pick one off the lot, sir. Yeah, right the ahead." Great,
4: the great thing about those ghost cars—they never break down. They, no. they, all, they fix themselves. They literally oh, yeah. fix
0: themselves. They're I mean, great. it's a miracle. Now, and then
3: yeah, they yeah. find you.
0: <laughs> well, that's the tough part. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, they, they, if you're not paying attention, they will slowly drift into the opposing lane <laughs> right. uh, in an attempt to kill you. Uh, but other than that, I mean, yeah, they've ran like a dream. Yeah, solid, uh, solid
4: cars. Solid cars. <laughs> uh,
0: so he picks her up in my new VW van. Um, she wore a peasant blouse with nothing underneath. Oh. Um, which
3: oh, a peasant know, blouse, a
0: peasant blouse,
3: yeah. I thought it was a pleasant blouse,
0: oh Michael, well, it also probably was pleasant, um, but uh again, like painting a picture of a late seventies Jewish hippie girl, um so she's she's wearing uh, a peasant blouse with nothing underneath um <laughs> again, lip. not a detail, not a detail that's necessary, but you know, speaking as a red-blooded American male, it's one I appreciate. And then he says, "I said hi," and she said, "Yeah, I guess I am." Well
4: done, boom number two. That's number
0: two. Great joke. I'm sorry, that's my great joke alarm is going off. I got to turn that <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> awesome, boom boom. Uh, yeah,
4: so I mean, yeah. not awesome that he's driving a VW van while. High. Well, but- he's not high. No, she's high. I mean, he might be high. But, oh, but he I said high. Oh, high,
0: my- uh, and she said, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. She
4: said, yeah, I guess I am. I don't know why. Yes. Even listening to it and everything, I had it swapped in my head. No, good. Then good for him. He's the designated driver. Then everything's right. fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she knows she's not driving, so she's free to partake in whatever she wants. Because I also... I mean, again, maybe maybe a little bit, but he also I mean, he's got to play a show. He doesn't want to be too messed up. So, right.
4: yeah, um, there's I mean, if there's one thing that bands are never, it is under the no. influence when they play music.
3: Certainly not in the Actually, 70s.
4: Certainly no, not in the no, 70s. No, no,
0: no. <coughs> no, every every rock band had a gentleman screaming that they were going, <laughs> yes. to, they were going to stay sober uh, and put on the best show possible. Yeah, And he <laughs> was
3: a gentleman when she gets in the car, he says, my, what a pleasant blouse. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "Thank you. I got it at Bamberger's."
0: Now we get. I guess this counts as a as a a chorus for this song. Sure. Uh, but for the first time, we get her name, right? Because he says, "Ariel."
2: Um,
0: her name is Ariel.
2: We had a little time. Oh, we were real hungry. Oh, we went to Dairy Queen for something to eat. Oh, she had some. Onion ring. She had a pickle She forgot to tell me that she didn't eat me I had a gig in the American Legion Hall It was a dance for the Volunteer Ambulance Corps She was sitting in a corner Against the wall And she would smile and I melted All over the floor
0: So now they're going on a date, right? Or, or he's, she's come to see His band play, but then he's like well, we had a little extra time, which is something that <laughs> that happens in real life, where you have like 20 minutes to kill, but, and I again, I love this song, not something that should happen in a song. You should really streamline <laughs> your yeah, yeah. story. You shouldn't be like, well, we That's had like- a little extra time, so I'll tell you what happened between then and the show. No, just get right to the show. I don't need oh, to know Oh, we made great
3: just- time. We We left a little extra time for traffic, yeah. but for some reason, yeah. not yeah. a lot of cars on the road tonight, so we had some time.
4: Okay, now set that to music. <laughs>
3: you wanna Dairy Queen there's a Dairy Queen around there. I, I mean like I don't wanna go to Dairy Queen, but it's the only place around and if we go somewhere else, we're gonna run out of time. Should we just stop right. by the DQ? This
0: I mean this is this is the song equivalent of every like family party I've ever been to or my uncle. Tells me about all the all the traffic. You know what I mean? Where he was like, "Well, <laughs> you know, on the belt, I thought it was gonna be a lot of traffic, yeah. but we just flew through the belt. But then we got stopped at you know whatever." And I'm like, "Uh huh." Southern uh-huh, State. When you
4: when you make that change from the belt to the Southern State, you know yeah. how
0: it is. You
3: the BQE. It is. It's under construction. So, it's been on construction for decades. Forever. Yeah. When are they gonna finish this construction? Yeah,
0: and I was gonna take the tap and Z, but then I no, saw don't that want to take it was the tap jammed. No, they no, said don't on eight eighty was jammed. So yeah. Um, anyway,
3: and now to music.
0: I was gonna say, it's that conversation, except there's someone playing a piano right behind (laughs) you. Right, right. right. Um, so we had a little time, we were real hungry. I bet you were. Uh, so we went to Dairy Queen for something to eat. She had some onion rings, she had a pickle. (laughs) She forgot to tell me that she didn't eat meat. Um, any thoughts on this? I mean, one?
4: just the, I mean, again, she had some onion rings. I was fine with she had some onion rings because I assumed that there was going to be some build. And then he's like, shit, a pickle. Right. <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> right now? Like, you're right. These are just, we're getting in the weeds here right now, Dean. Like,
0: it's like you ran out reel of it back. To say. Reel it back. Yeah, yeah.
3: Can I get yeah, a yeah. number three meal, but without the actual sandwich? Just everything around it?
4: That'd be great. And then I do uh, I do like how he puts it on how he puts it on her and he says, uh, she forgot to tell me she didn't eat meat." <laughs> Not you didn't ask. I forgot to ask yeah. if she ate meat. You just, right. you're like, "Well, she didn't tell me." So all she has is onion rings and pickles. Right.
3: I mean, wh- can I get you a hamburger? Well, I don't I don't eat meat. Well, then you can have some lettuce and right. a pickle and a piece of bread.
4: Yeah. What if in the middle You could of also have a hurt- straw
3: but no soda. What
4: about what if in the middle of this verse they just broke out into that um, song from the 80s, the McDonald's song, where they're like, mm. she had some onion rings, she had a pickle, <laughs> big mac, french fries. Do you remember do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, big oh, mac, the no, a quarter pounder <laughs> with some cheeseburgers, like a cheeseburger, <laughs> sandwich, hamburger, a cheeseburger, happy meal. <laughs> that if they went into that, it would make as much sense as anything else. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, Dean's got a little something with uh, fast food restaurants, which I'm going to get to in the, uh, in the story behind the story. Wait, did but, this um, just start
3: as a Dairy Queen commercial? And then he's like, I should write a story around this.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah. So, but, I well, first of all, it's funny that he specifically mentions Dairy Queen. Yeah. Secondly, like, he was like, well, she forgot to tell me that she didn't eat meat. But it's like, well, where else would you have gone? I mean, this is the 70s. I don't right. know. If there's not like a vegan restaurant on every corner. So you probably still would have gone to Dairy Queen. I guess he's saying that, like, that, like he maybe he got her a hamburger and she couldn't eat it. Oh, so that... she ate the pickle and she's eating the onion ring. That could be leaving the burger alone. So this poor so guy's guess... got to
3: eat two hamburgers before he goes on stage.
0: Uh,
4: yeah, <laughs> and I'll say um, this too: in the '70s, there's no way those onion rings weren't being cooked in animal fat. Oh, I yeah. hate to tell her, she, those were fried yeah. in animal fat.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, so it's the pickle. Guess, <laughs> who knows? It's. I guess if you're a if you're a '70s vegetarian, you beggars can't be choosers. You got to basically be happy right. with with what you got. Yeah, it's um,
3: 1977. There was one gym. It was Jack Leland. He was the only member.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. And again, not so much a gym as a harbor where he pulled a tugboat with his teeth, <laughs> um, and then yelled at you to do the same. Five um, pounds
4: for every year of my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's an arrest <laughs> development quote. <Yeah. laughs> um So. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he mentions that, he mentions specifically that it's, that it's Dairy Queen. Um, I was going to say, in his defense, I mean, their conversation in the mall got down to the fact that she was Jewish.
2: Mm-hmm. So he
0: probably, may have expected that she would have explained the fact that she's a vegetarian, too. That's but, true. Uh, I guess she did not get around to it. So, um, I had a gig in the American Legion Hall. It was a dance for the Volunteer Ambulance Corps. Corps. She was sitting in a corner against the wall. She would, smi- uh, w- she would smile, and I melted all over the floor. Um, so again, as we already mentioned, like if, if uh, Dean was telling me this story, I might be doing the kind of like, pull it, reel it back in, let's wrap it up. You right. know, movement of like, <laughs> I don't need to know all this level of detail. Just tell me about Ariel. I want to know about Ariel. And again, like, if, like, if I it was if I met a friend and the friend was high and he's like, I met this girl. I got to tell you, like this would be the like five minute point where I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 But tell me about the girl. I don't care about the onion rings or what the dance was for. Uh, I want to hear about the girl. So right. he's definitely like going, like going off on all these, these details. I do love how fantastically pedestrian all of this is or right. almost pathetic that it's like, he doesn't have this like, great gig right. that we're like where there's thousands of people screaming his name He's he's at the he's at the VFW hall uh for for like some ambulance people. Like this great. this is this is all it is. <laughs> like it's not that exciting.
3: <laughs> but they didn't um, even have to go to the to the Dairy Queen. I mean they're at the American Legion. They probably have snacks.
0: Oh they definitely have snacks. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: They, they got pretzels on chances. every table.
0: Yeah. But Michael, I think you're forgetting an incredibly important detail in this story. They had time to kill before <laughs> that's true. they went to the VFW hall. So that's the only reason they went to Dairy Queen, was they just had like an extra 20 minutes.
4: The amount of words in, two, in, in each line, it's just too many words. Like, yeah. the idea of it was a dance for the volunteer ambulance corps. Volunteer ambulance corps, that's too much. Just say, right. make anything. You don't have to be so specific, buddy. Like, he, it's just so many words. And right. He starts to trail off at the end. And it's yeah, but the best. floor
3: rhymes with floor. Volunteer
4: ambulance car. Uh, it's great. Right. I, I I'm not complaining, but it struck me every time he did it. I'm like, oh, you're not going to get to the end of this line,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was like like an action movie where it's right. just like, oh no, he he's running out of time. He's running out <laughs> exactly. of line. How, how will he get there? That's exactly. Well, Maybe that's why
3: he was go. out of breath on the phone call because he was singing yeah. the song.
0: <laughs> right. He just made it out of the out of this verse. Uh, but I don't know how he's gonna get I don't know how to just get through the next one. Um yeah, no, I agree. Again, like and it is a very simple like do 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 so that he can like basically put any number of words in there.
4: And, like,
0: yeah, he can easily like kind of squeeze in a couple of more words because god forbid we don't know that the ambulance core is volunteer. Right. I mean, how could I possibly listen to this song if I wasn't fully aware of what the dance was for. Um, but it would have uh, left me but wanting. it paints a
3: mental picture like I know exactly what this gig looked like.
0: Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: There's like, a lot of the fluorescent a lot of lights
3: are definitely on.
4: Yep. There's a lot of wood paneling.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: How do we Paper tablecloths? What do we think the Volunteer ambulance Corps thinks of this rock band? Do you think they're excited to to see this like is this like a christmas party or or like sort of an equivalent like or it... is this just is this to raise money No I or...
3: No I think it's like a, a it's a dance it's a party
0: Yeah it's a okay. party yeah
4: it's like a little little dance I think they're good with it I think okay. they worked Ooh. hard to find the best band for their group mm-hmm. and they they just meshed with the yeah. Dean uh-huh. and the Volunteer Ambulance Corps they meshed
3: That's the name of the band actually um, yeah, that's right. They the they're definitely like a cover band, right? They're like a wedding band.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they have like a few originals, but mostly they're just you know, they're taking requests. Yeah. Um. So, uh, she was sitting in the corner against the wall, and when she would smile, I melted all over the floor. That's actually really oh, sweet. that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. He really likes. If not, ones, so. gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's lovely. No, I, Michael's thinking he's literally melting. Yeah. <laughs> My God
3: help Michael. me! Michael.
0: If, if if only I was in a room with ambulance professionals, <laughs> <laughs> help me. No, I only get the volunteer ambulance Corps <laughs> 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 I am literally melting on the floor. <laughs> Someone help me. Someone throw a bucket <laughs> of water on me. Um <laughs> So he says, "Ariel, Ariel again."
3: I know this world um, is killing you.
0: Yeah, uh, I took every own- time
3: I read the the cor- the chorus in quotes. Um, I'm thinking it's Allison, but it's not.
0: Well, it's also right. hilarious, as Rachel mentioned, that he's trying to cram as many words as he possibly can yeah. into the first. <laughs> and then the chorus is just two words <laughs> that he stretches out to Ariel, like it's. He makes one word have nine syllables, and that's the entire chorus. Like, it is <laughs> well, he so completely the, unbalanced. Yeah, he
4: used his full vocabulary in the verses.
2: I took her home with me, be watching TV. I met on a cello and some guy going steady. I started fooling around with the vertical hold. We got the munchies and I made some spaghetti. We sat and we talked into the night, but Channel 2 was signing off the air. I found the softness of the mouth. We made lots of bombs bursting in
0: air. Ariel. Took her home, we watched TV, that's fine. Annette Futicello and some guy going steady. So I picture I- it. Yeah, it's actually a great detail, right? Cuz it's some old movie yeah. that's running.
4: Well, um, back then not that old.
3: Well, but I No, that's but what it's I mean, it's though. yeah, they're watching like the late show. Right. It's after their it's after the concert. Right.
0: Got it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's some movie that's like 15 years old. Right. They're um, watching like a
3: 60s beach time. blanket bingo sort totally. of situation.
0: Right, right, exactly. And you know, and that's what it would be it was is that, you know, the they would you know, they would just be playing some old movie late at night um, in this. You know, there's 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 not like there's Seinfeld reruns or whatever. Like, this is the only <laughs> thing that's on um,
3: before I the channel went off now. the air.
0: Yeah, That's right. Well, yeah, gets there. Well, we're going to get there. Um, and then, uh, well, I do want to say and this this obviously is like the 50s, probably early 60s. But I do remember my dad telling me that they used to show the like um, whatever, like the million dollar movie. And then so they would like show this movie on TV and then at the end they would go if you missed any part of the million dollar movie stay tuned and they would re- they would run the movie again uh <laughs> just to fill up like 4 hours sure of, <laughs> of TV time um so
3: and it uh, was always it's a wonderful life
0: yeah, yeah yeah um so Netflix and Chill is a guy going steady I started fooling around with the vertical hold that is the most annoying thing I have ever heard in my <laughs> life. Why are you doing that? Stop that? No, I am. I
4: imagine he's trying to like get it better. Oh, you think he's just like literally oh, messing around with it?
0: you think he's trying to f- I thought he was just messing around
4: with it. no, I feel like, like he just has some crummy, you know, yeah, he was
3: trying to fix the picture on the t v
4: by the way, okay. ki- by the way, kids, that's a thing that you used to have to do,
0: oh yeah, is mess around yeah, with yeah. the vertical hold. Well, and it's funny because I think- You turn that
4: little knob in, you have to twist it, (laughs) turn the knob, twist it.
0: Well, because we actually came, we came of age after that, but I think probably all of us had like an old TV, right? Because I remember the the TV that I had in my room was like 15 years old. It was like an old black and white TV. And yeah, it had the vertical hold knob that you'd have to like turn to try to get the picture- to come in we had the nice Um, yeah we
4: had the nice tv downstairs and upstairs in the den where the nintendo where the original nintendo was plugged into that was the old tv with the wood paneling side and the vertical knobs
0: (laughs) yes and as i saw someone said on twitter once or someone was like you know say how old you are without saying your actual age and the person responded uh video games were on channel three yeah that's right that's right
1: (laughs)
4: That's so yeah, right. so
0: that old pedal TV you had to turn it to channel three in order to do, either watch a movie, uh, watch a VHS tape, or to play video games. That's right, um, and, and, and you had the little switch in the that's, back. Yeah, yeah, the switch was, in the back. That that you literally um, had to
4: screw into the back of your TV. Yes, you screwed <laughs> it into the back of your TV. <laughs>
0: um,
3: but Dan, to your point of this being the most annoying line, like all I could think as he's messing with the vertical hold, it's like it's just leave it. The picture is well, fine. You're just making it worse.
0: But that well, if you guys are saying you're trying to make it better, then that's fine. But him saying I was fooling around with it makes it seem like he was purposely like messing with it, right? Like they're oh, just high that. and bored, and he's just messing with the vertical hole, <laughs> which again, because the, then the, then the picture would like flip like crazy when you did that so that would be so obnoxious i mean it could be that too please stop doing that it could be i mean
3: it depends on i guess it depends on how high they are
0: that's what i'm
4: gonna say if they're if they're super high then the regular tv is flipping and the vertical hold is gonna help them out (laughs) so they're gonna wake up they're gonna wake up in the morning and the tv is gonna be flickering and they're gonna say man that looked perfect last night right like that was perfect that's so bizarre
3: um, and the see, walls melted. Did everybody see that?
4: <laughs> to answer your question about who makes spaghetti at 1130 at night, Dan, you have to well, get say, the context yeah, yeah. of that, of we got the munchies okay. and I made some spaghetti.
0: Now, Listen, but here's, here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. I, and I, well, first of all, obviously, we're going to have to spend a long time on this because this is the key line of the song. Um, and this was the line that when I heard it, I was just like well we have to we have to do this on the show, obviously um but yeah, i mean okay i I understand that context i It has been a long time, but I have had the munchies many times in my life uh, I have never once had the thought to make spaghetti. Uh, in the middle of the night. That That is definitely a new one on me. So. Well, we're
4: just different people, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I, I think there are... It just seems so
1: complicated. But That's,
0: it, that's, I, but that's it, the only thing. But doesn't it sound... Complicated? Yeah, it's... For if you were super high, yes. Look, one time I ate an entire bag of bugles and then remembered that I don't like bugles. So don't come to me. <laughs> like, I understand where, what's happening here. I'm so just you... saying... To have the patience to boil water seems <laughs> outside of of what they would be willing to do. But okay, maybe I'm two, wrong.
4: Two things, two things. Number yeah. one, we're just talking like Francesco Rinaldi sauce in right. a in a pot. Number two, that that pasta is probably either super al dente or yeah. super mushy because they forgot how long they had it on. <laughs> right? Okay. But, yeah, but, but when you want something at eleven thirty at night, yeah. it does you it has to happen. It has right. to happen. All right. Um,
3: it could I, just be cold SpaghettiOs out of a can, too.
4: That's true, too. I made some spaghetti. What'd you do? I opened a can. You're a yep. gourmet.
0: Oh. I see you also follow Chef Boyardee. <laughs> um.
4: But that line so, yeah. makes the most sense to me, Dan. All right. Oh, we got the fair munchies enough. and I made some spaghetti. That's right. That's true <laughs> life. That's true life right there.
0: Oh, man. And how great... Was it that you could be in like your twenties, you could eat pasta, <laughs> uh, you could carb up at eleven thirty at night, and not oh, have to worry man. about it? Oh man! you are gonna go to the diner
4: at like two in the morning and like eating like a full oh, meal. Oh yeah. yeah, glorious! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, in college, we used to go. There was this like uh, diner that was always empty, and like we would just sit there for hours. <laughs> and uh, the way, like the, the waitress would bring us coffee. And then after a while, she was like, you guys can just go behind the counter and get some more.
4: That's so good. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: And so, and we would just drink like 17 cups of coffee uh, and then go home and fall asleep. Because. Because yeah. um, you could. Because we... our bo- our bodies made no sense. I our mean, bodies made as much sense as the song does.
4: I will <laughs> say this. We Michael and I went to the same college. And Michael, mm-hmm. do you remember Valentino's? they we went to this no. restaurant a couple of times. It was an all-night Italian restaurant. It wasn't a diner, and I remember going after sh- some shows or whatever. And we would literally go, and it would, and it would just be Italian food at like one in the morning, like mm. fettuccine alfredo. <laughs> and it yep. was perfect. Yep. Anyway, what I'm saying is, do this while you can, folks.
0: What? Well, what? Well, yeah, yes. Well, yes. A, yes. But also, B, I just imagine you putting, like, a forkful of uh, pasta in your mouth. You just look over, and Dean Freeman just winks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he knows what's you, up. You've, you've learned the glory of late-night pasta. Um, <laughs> so, so they made some spaghetti. Um, presumably they ate it as well. Uh, and he says, we sat and talked into the night while Channel 2 was signing off the air. I found the softness of her mouth. Oh, ew. <laughs> uh, we made love, the bomb's bursting in air. Another great line. Yeah. Uh, frankly. So even though air rhymes with air, but we'll ignore that for a second. So uh, we sat talked into the night. Like, this is this is young love. This is just this sure. is perfect. Um, while Channel 2 was signing off the air. So again, this also predates us somewhat, but this is what used to happen, is the channel would just sign off the air. Um and they they're making love. Uh, oh, he found the softness of her mouth. I do not like that line. Right, <laughs> uh, that just really skeeves me out. Um, uh, but they made love, and when the channel would sign off, they would play the national anthem. So the line, the bombs bursted in air. Yes. Uh, obviously he's also making a you know not a double entendre, but an allusion to you know often like fireworks represent. Uh, this sort of thing, like in an old movie, so it all kind of ties together. Quite. It's well. a good line. Um, and then Ariel, 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 and then he repeats, "Way on the other side of the Hudson, deep in the bosom of suburbia, I met a young girl. She sang mighty fine. Tears on my pillow, and Ave Maria, Maria again." At no point in the song does she sing. So <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> well, keeps harping yeah. on that,
4: and he ends the the song with it tears right. on my pillow and ave maria
3: but this was this is the uh, this is the walking in memphis part where there's just a random repetition of the opening line
0: right yeah it right. goes back to the original but um and yeah so i mean do you think at some point she joins the band is that what we're to assume I she's allowed so. to sing two
3: songs Right. Or I don't know. Yeah. that, Or either that or it's a hell of a medley. I don't know how they fit yeah, together. Yeah. But.
0: Well, I was just imagining Gene yeah. with the band being like, hey, guys, this is Ariel. Uh, two things. One, she's the in the band. Also, secondly, we all have to learn Ave Maria, right? We're okay with that, right? If we do one of our songs, this Ave Maria that we do at our gigs. Where are you guys going, guys? What's <laughs> Stop calling her Yoko. Right. <laughs> <laughs> her name's Ariel. Uh, um, yeah. So that's it. So uh, the song makes no sense. It's super weird, and I love everything about it. Oh, it's so, a delight. Uh, any, other, any other thoughts
4: uh, all, on this? I mean, all I'm going to say is this. When I listened to it, and the more we go into the, into the lyrics, the more I'm loving this song. But yeah. it has, and I do not mean this in a bad way, it mm-hmm. has the sound, it has the feel of a parody song. Something about Mm. it feels like it's a parody song, and it is not. But as you're listening to these lines, I kept on thinking, well, what's going to happen? Like, what is this the parody of? Like, where's the (laughs) joke? And there's no joke. It's just the feel Mm. of the song. And I love it.
0: Rachel, that is a brilliant observation. That is (laughs) absolutely (laughs) correct. Well, no, because you are right. This reminds me of, like, when I would hear a Weird Al song as a kid and not realize that it was a parody of something, you know what right. I mean? And then it would hear the real version years later. Um, yeah. It has that, that sort of artificial feeling of like, get it, get it. Yeah. Y- you get it. This is the parody. And, but there's no song. It's parodying. Like it's not. That's right. You know? So it almost feels like he's like trying to shove a couple of words in to like make the joke, but have it fit into the original uh tune right but he doesn't need to do that because this isn't a parody <laughs> that's, he's right, not, that's right he's not bound by any by by an old song that he's trying to put yeah. the lines into so yeah no you're absolutely right though yeah th- and this is and i i actually shouldn't even bring up weird al because that 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 uh you know obviously weird al is good at what he does this is like the z morning zoo parody version right where they're like <laughs> you know it's, it's like not as good. It's, you know, it's just, again, they're trying to shove in too many words to the line to make the joke work. But it's catchy um, as
4: heck, man. But
0: yeah, but I still love the song. I, I think it's <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> super weird. Love so, it. and we'll, we'll talk more about um, the history, obviously, in a little bit. But, um, all right, so Expanded Universe. Um, so I've, I've done this one before, but yeah, I think they definitely bought their pot from John Lee uh, Pettimore.
4: Oh, he's Um, yeah. I mean, he's he's providing everybody with their pot.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) I mean, he's really big in Paramus. Uh, That was was definitely his. His he's 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 uh, taken. uh, What was that song called? Thunder Road? No. Um, What was that song called? Um, What song was it? The 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 Oh, Copperhead Road. Oh, Copperhead Road. I thought you were meant another song. I
4: was like, I don't know, Copperhead Road. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's saying Copperhead Road leads to Paramus. Was the joke right. I was gonna that's make. Right, so that's, right. that's where he's that's where he's traveling to sell his wares. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, she's a singer. I can't think of any song. No. about a woman who's a singer. So right? yeah, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that makes that that adds up to anything. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs>
3: no, I can't think of yeah. anything.
0: No. <laughs> I hate you, no, Michael. she's Pearl. this is the Pearl prequel. She's a singer. she's gonna turn into this Ariel. That's right. she's gonna change her name to Pearl and she's gonna be singing in that nightclub so this 100 percent right. works um after wait, is Dean there a song over,
3: about a woman named Pearl who's a singer? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never would have known yeah, yeah no after crazy. Dean breaks her heart uh she's gonna end up all alone uh, <laughs> sing, singing in that you know she got she got a record she won the contest for baI.
4: That's right, oh that's my right. God! It
0: all works. That's,
4: that's right. That's she why she was she's, on the
0: radio, but it didn't just didn't work out. And now she's in that nightclub. Here's so. the thing:
4: you can't have your A side be tears on my pillow and then have the <laughs> B side be Ave Maria. What is? Who's gonna buy that album? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it doesn't fit
0: together. But she was yeah, adamant no. about it. Adamant. No, it's about
3: the it. rare Christmas these... album that you could sort of flip over right. and the rest of the year listen to the other side.
0: That's right. You gotta understand: these are my two best songs. <laughs> and I don't care that they don't fit together um, And so Here's a question for you guys Is this yeah. our first song That definitively takes place In New Jersey Because I couldn't think of another one There are other ones that maybe they do Or they don't mention where they are But I think this might be our first song that Definitively mentions that it takes place in New Jersey I mean
4: um, We haven't done any Bon Jovi We haven't done nope. any Springsteen Nope. So, no, it all checks out that this is probably our first Jersey.
0: (laughs) Now, while I was do, I was going through the list of songs to do, to see if I could think of any songs that might've taken place in New Jersey. And I realized while I was doing that, that we have done between the first version of the show and the second version, at least five songs that definitively take place in Georgia. Okay. Which seems weird. That's... To me.
4: Yeah, Georgia has a lot of... And not not one of them is Georgia
0: on my mind. Right. Well, there's the Night the lights went out in Georgia. Right. There's the Devil went down to Georgia. So we have two songs that mention Georgia in the title. Right. Um, we just did Old Red that he mentions takes place in Georgia. Uh, and then it Never Been to Me and Fancy, they both mention Georgia. Wow. So, yes, they do. It's weird. Georgia's yeah, a magical yeah. place. I know. <laughs> So, there you go. I just, I just thought that was weird. I was like, Georgia seems vastly overrepresented uh, in this. So, we definitely have to find songs that take place in, like, North Dakota or Arizona right. or just other places that, you know, are not. Because uh, we've got well, a couple of Texas. We definitely had a few Californias, some New Yorks. So, I'd like where to- Where was
3: um Wildfire? Where'd that take place?
0: I don't know.
4: I mean, Did I they say it? Was...
3: Yeah. There the was a whole. Place. We did a whole thing
4: about where it
0: took place.
3: Yeah. The
0: Does state say definitively. Is it Montana? Oh right. Oh no. Cause yeah. Cause it's like no. It's is it South Dakota? Because I remember we mentioned is there mountains? In yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Or maybe oh no. Maybe it was Nebraska. Nebraska. It's Nebraska. Right. Right. we were trying to figure out. Yeah. Okay. That's true. All right. So we have at least one flyover country. We should. Somewhere. Oh,
3: we should do a map. So that's
0: good. Oh, we should. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right.
3: Where um, I don't, I'm not sure if this was New Jersey, but uh, the night Chicago died.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in Chicago, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah okay, that's right. that's right. It's a tiny town. It's like uh, it's like London, Texas. Uh, <laughs> it's,
3: it's like not, right outside the Holland Tunnel. It's
0: not what you would think. Uh, no, Paris, Texas. I'm yeah, sorry. I was gonna I say messed up the joke. Was I was Paris,
4: gonna be Texas. like, man, there's there's a London, Texas too. <laughs>
0: i mean there could be. anyway i mean there probably is yeah but um anyway let's take a quick break and we come back we'll talk about the history of this song with story behind the story mark and sarah talk about songs is it will probably not shock you to learn a pop music review and analysis podcast in which mark blankenship that's me and sarah d bunting hello talk about songs
2: And it's not just about the songs. It's about first dates, last concerts, pop chart horoscopes, Dolly Parton prayer candles, the correct ranking of platinum albums, playlists for that convertible you rented on vacation, your basic omnibus, if music be the food of life situation.
0: Play on! Because pop music is about more than just pop music, or at least that's our firm belief. And Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is about more than just Mark and Sarah talking. So become part of the conversation wherever you download podcasts. Or find us on Facebook at mastus.podcast or on Twitter at Talk Songs. See you there. All right, we're back. It's time for a story behind the story. This is the part of the show where we tell you about the history of this song. I'm going to walk us through it. And then you guys respond to anything I say. So that's,
4: the, <laughs> that's how that's conversations the happen.
0: That's how. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Thanks, I just I'm, I'm in a I'm in a Dean Friedman headspace. So I'm <laughs> I'm throwing in extraneous details that are uh, <laughs> do not need to be there. So uh, this is Ariel uh, by Dean Friedman. It was released April 1977 and it hit number 26 on the U.S. Hot 100. So Dean Friedman was a uh, singer a musician. Uh, he was born May 23rd, 1955 in Paramus, New Jersey. So this song is basically, as you're going to hear more, uh, I don't know if this actually happened, but this is basically just his life. I mean, every great. detail uh, of his life is is in this song. Uh, he's from Paramus, New Jersey. And as a teenager, he played in a band that did wedding and bar mitzvahs. And he majored in music at City College of New York. By the time he was 20, he had a recording contract, with the life song label.
4: This makes sense now. He's from Paramus, New Jersey, but I'm going to say that he probably met Ariel when he was at City College. And so he was living in the city, he going
0: to over. college,
4: and he went back right. over to Paramus. He met Ariel. There we mm. go. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So he's probably back in either his dorm room or he has like a little apartment, right, while he goes right. to... City College, right, right,
3: yeah, and all the the names or places that he's like sort of checking off in the song, like he knows exactly where they are.
0: Oh yeah, like he has a specific Dairy Queen, yeah, that he's talking about. Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. Like none of this is generic. This is all very specific. it's that I like that. That's cool.
0: Yeah, Dean Frame is very much a write what you know person because it's literally just every detail is just and and again like the most mundane details of his life uh, are in the songs. So Dean Freeman is considered a one-hit wonder in the U.S. Do not worry about him. He is a renaissance man, and we're going to get into that. So okay. uh, the, his, his musician career is just one part of a larger tapestry. Already but excited. Weirdly, weirdly, he is considered a one-hit wonder in the U.S. and a one-hit wonder in the U.K., however, for two different songs.
1: Whoa!
3: Oh, that's weird.
1: Not for
0: Ariel? So, so Ariel hit number 26 in the U.S., so it's his only top 40 hit. In the U.K., Ariel did not chart. But he had a duet with a singer named Denise Marza that was called Lucky Stars, and that reached number three.
4: Whoa!
0: So, like I said, this makes Dean Freeman a one-hit wonder in both the U.S. and the U.K., but for two different songs. That's nuts. Yeah. So I listened to Lucky Stars and it is not surprisingly an extremely weird song. It's like a duet. So she's like, "Why are you angry?" And he's like, "I'm not angry." It's like, "Well, you sound angry." "Well, I'm not. I'm not angry." "Well, you're acting angry." "Well, I'm getting angry now because you've be asked if I'm angry." And I'm like, "Oh god, that's the stupid fight that we have all the time." No. And it's in song form. So the entire song is just Details about things that you don't know what they're talking about. So, it, um, so, so it's so they're it, having a fight. Yeah, so go it's on. not
4: just a, it's not just a pluralized version of the Madonna song "Lucky Star." No, because that's what <laughs> I'm hearing in my head is like Dean Friedman going, "You must be my lucky stars."
3: Yeah, <laughs> both of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and no, then no. no, no. Denise Marza turns around and says, "You also are my lucky star." <laughs>
4: right. Yes, no, we're is, lucky is... stars.
3: <laughs> and he's like, "And because it, also... you make the darkness seem so far." And, and she's like, "You too." <laughs>
4: right. It's just her you keeping also... going. Yes, also you.
0: <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
3: but I'm the luckiest the by is- far. But no, I am. I'm. We're both very. I'm lucky too. Yeah, I'm also the luckiest by far. Well, you can't be the luckiest by far if I'm the luckiest <laughs> by if far. I'm
0: also. So
3: luckiest. we're we're both equally lucky. Yay, lucky stars.
0: Yeah, the, the second half of the song is just Dean Friedman singing the lyrics to "Lucky Star" and, and Denise Denise are going ditto, yeah, <laughs> and, also, and also that. So it was a number three hit in the UK. This is a one hit wonder in both the US and the UK. So. Dean Friedman also provided vocals for a series of television commercials in the Woo. 1970s in the New York metro area. Yes. I promise you, I tried very hard. I could sadly <laughs> find no information <laughs> on which uh, commercial jingles he sang. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. I tried. Oh, However-
3: amazing. I want to hear those commercials.
0: He did record a single, or he recorded a song that was a single. It did not chart. So this is what I mentioned before. The song is called The McDonald's Girl. Which is a song about Dean Friedman falling in love with the girl working behind the counter in McDonald's.
3: So, and does he just fall in love with people at work? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, he's, but,
0: like, literally, not only does he talk a lot about fast food restaurants, but he also, like, he's literally just like, I went to McDonald's. Like, that's my day. Can I so, say something?
4: Is yes. there any chance that he sang that McDonald's song? Which do one? we. The Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese filet, a fishy hamburger, a cheeseburger, a Happy Meal, McNuggets, tasty golden french fries, regular or larger sizes. And then it fumbles off because nobody won that million dollars. But right. is there a possibility that he sang that song? Because I'm getting very excited right now.
0: Well, he did not because... Oh. Well, that's de- <laughs> now I'm depressed. So that song is based off a song called Life is a Rock with the Radio Rolled Me. The band is Reunion. Yeah. That's not Dean Friedman.
4: No, I know. Um, I know. But right. what I'm asking is if he sang the actual McDonald's song. Oh,
0: well, I mean, that's like a, the, the actual McDonald's song is like a big chorus singing it. No, so, but there's I,
4: one guy who sings it.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I Yeah, there's, a,
4: at the end, everybody's like, oh, I know. Ah, but oh. there's one lead dude who sings it. And then, he, mean, and then he uh, and then and then everybody starts to come in everybody starts to fumble but there's one lead person. I
2: mean to drink a Coca-Cola diet, Coca-Orange, drink a Sprite and coffee, be two a love at milk also an orange juice. I love McDonald's Big stand. I get this all at one place. Got it? Got it. Okay, now you do it. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, too bad. Because if this class can do the McDonald's menu song all the way through, a listener out there is going to win a million dollars. Win a million dollars? Yeah. So let's try again.
3: Of all the tangents we've gone on on this show, (laughs) this is just one I never expected.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I don't know. Because, again, I can't find information. What I was going to say was his song, The McDonald's Girl, was in the 90s re-recorded by a band And used in a McDonald's commercial. So it's not him singing it, but his song was in a 90s McDonald's commercial. Interesting. That's all I was going to say. Now we start getting to the weird parts. He wrote and performed music for TV shows, including the theme songs for Nick Arcade and Erie, Indiana. He also wrote the theme song to the cult horror film, I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. And the song is called She Runs on Blood, Not Gasoline. (laughs) So... Gene Freeman also wrote a book entitled *The Complete Guide to Synthesizers, Sequencers, and Drum Machines*, which was released in 1985. It, according to Wikipedia, the information is out of date, but it is still used on the secondary market for for buying old synthesizers. And Whoa. If you're like, if you're like a collector, which, yeah, I mean, if you're collecting old synthesizers, you have so much money because those things take up like the size of a wall. So I don't even know where you would right. store them. But he also set up a school called the New York School of Synthesis um, and produced a series of films called Intro to Synthesis. So he was a big moly. synthesizer. guy.
3: Yeah, right. So he's doing okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing a lot of stuff. So now, in 1989, Deed Freeman created a video game called Eat a Bug. He licensed that video game to Nickelodeon for a show called Total Panic, which served as the prototype for Nick Arcade.
4: Wait, is that the place where they go in and they're, they're in the video game? Is that that game?
0: I think so. Yes. <gasps>
3: and is oh Nick Arcade the, the show that he did the theme song for? Yes. Oh, okay. So there
0: was a show called Nick Arcade where kids would play video games on TV, basically. Um, and it was like sort of a game show. Um, so he, he made this video game called Eat a Bug. He licensed a Nickelodeon for the show called Total Panic. That show turned into Nick Arcade. He wrote the theme song for Nick Arcade, he also created or produced a dozen other video games that were also on Nick Arcade, and he started a company that makes video games called InVideo.
4: Oh, my gosh.
3: So he's so, doing okay. He's doing so
0: He's it. doing he's a doing lot it. of stuff. He's doing a lot of stuff, is my point. So he he had a top 40 hit. He wrote a book about synthesizers, and he started a video game company and also wrote some theme songs for shows like Nick Arcade and Eerie Indiana. So some information about stuff that's mentioned in the song. So they mentioned Tears on My Pillow. That was a hit for Little Anthony and the Imperial.
3: Tears on my pillow. Pain in my heart. caused by you. Such a good song.
0: It was released in 1958. Uh, It reached number four on the Hot 100. Little Anthony and the Imperials is also known for songs like Out of My Head. and Such a good
3: song. Such a good song. And All three inducted,
0: of them They were inducted into the Rock Roll Hall of Fame in 2009
3: And just to uh, make our regular story song podcast connections Hurt So Bad was famously covered in
4: 1980 by
3: Miss Linda Ronstadt Linda Ronstadt Yay! She had a huge hit with it on her yes, 1980 really Mad Love album
0: So Paramus Park is a mall in Paramus, New Jersey. It was built in 1974 and it still exists. And its original anchor stores were Sears and A&S. You
3: bet. So, so when he went way. to the mall, they were like, which, which mall? Are you going to go to the old? No, I'm going to go to the new mall. The brand new Paramus Park Oh, mall.
4: yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's only three yeah, yeah. years old at that point.
0: Yeah. It was a fairly new. I mean, the the waterfall's still running. So you know that.
3: <laughs> right. And the water was clear. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't like uh, every mall in the late '80s, where the waterfall was now turned off, and it was this weird, dusty, uh, yeah. dried-out bed with just like a
4: strange <laughs> rust stain. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly.
0: terrible. It's a long rust stain running down. <laughs> uh, as Rachel mentioned, WBAI is a free-form music and news station. It was famous for its counterculture programming in the '60s and '70s, and among other notable events. BAI. Do you guys know what BAI is most famous for? No. No. You want to guess? I B-A-I,
3: would f- guess. Um, yeah. for a woman who um <laughs> collected change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the mall. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh possibly. But the the thing I was referring to is BAI famously broadcast George Collins seven dirty words.
3: Oh. Uh,
0: uh, which led to a Supreme Court case in 1978 that established the government's ability to regulate speech on
5: broadcast Wow. You know what I mean? It's just like we've decided there'd be some words we won't say all the time. And I was just trying to find out which words they were. For sure. All of them. I wanted a list. Because nobody gives you a list. That's the problem. They don't give you a list. Wouldn't you think it'd be normal if they didn't want you to say something to tell you what it is? Nobody even tells you when you're a kid what the words are that you're supposed to avoid. You have to say them to find out which ones they are.
3: That's, That's amazing. amazing.
0: And so that actually probably would have been going on because it took a couple of years to get to Supreme Court. So if, it, if, the case, if the case was decided in 78, so that actually was probably happening at the time. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know, famously... Are you going to say them right now? <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> anyway, here they are. Here they are. <laughs> Get ready to see that tiny little E next to this episode.
0: <laughs> um, they broadcast a routine by George Carlin, the seven dirty words you can't say on TV. Um, and before then, there was it was not established that the government could regulate broadcasting. There was an internal like industry standards, but there was nothing official from the government. And they basically were like, well, the government can't regulate broadcast." Uh, then went to the Supreme Court and the and the Supreme Court was like, uh, no, we can. Uh, so that's <laughs> why now A we beg you to differ. Get, right. So that's why now you would get an FCC violation where beforehand there was nothing officially set up for that. So very, very famous, very famous case.
3: Annette Funicello.
0: Uh, she started her career at the age of 12 on the Mickey Mouse Club in 1950.
3: Oh, because they were watching her move. Okay. Right, right. I, I, I was interested uh, to see where the link between seven <laughs> dirty words you could never say on television and Annette Funicello.
0: She just, I mean, Annette Funicello famously had a filthy mouth. Um, <laughs> she actually invented nine new words I used to say. <laughs> No, she uh, they watch her movie, and um, so she started the Mickey Mouse Club in 1950 when she was 12. And in the 1960s, she started in a series of beach party movies. This is most likely what Dean and Ariel are watching. The titles of those movies are Beach Party, Muscle Beach Party, Bikini Beach, Bajama Party, Beach Blanket Bingo, Ski Party, Doctor Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Okay. How to stuff a wild bikini, and there was one last one that, unfortunately, Annette Funicello did not appear in. But it was the ghosts in the invisible bikini. So those were the Whoa. the beach party movies.
4: Yeah, all and, horror uh, movies actually, which is yeah, weird. and period yeah. pieces. <laughs> Every single one of them. Every single one of them was a horror movie that took place in the seventeen hundreds. Yep, yep. <laughs> really
0: weird. Not what you would expect. Nope. Uh, no. From the titles, but yeah, one of the most harrowing nights of my life was sitting at home watching Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Um, just a, an absolutely gut-wrenching experience of a of a horror movie. Uh, that was the first James
3: movie. Bond movie, right? Quite effective. That's right, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um,
3: the Shirley anyway, Bassey song is spectacular.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, the Bikini Machine Where do the bikinis go? Uh, in... <laughs> In the 2000s, Dean Friedman produced a series of fan-financed albums. So he's still doing his thing. Uh, there are people who love him, and they pay him to make albums. Nice. Uh, and he and he currently lives in Peekskill, New York. Awesome. That's
3: it. Very nice.
0: <laughs> well done. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, the history of Ariel. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about the lessons we learned from this song with Lessons Learned.
3: We want to be friends with you. So like us on Facebook for all kinds of fun story song stuff. You and the Story Song Podcast. It's the start of a beautiful friendship.
0: Alright, welcome back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Um, I'll go first and just say, <laughs> you know, if you are going to uh call someone up, uh to go on a date, um, you definitely want to give the impression uh, that you are a person who works out a lot. Like you're really fit.
5: Um,
0: So you definitely want to uh, like do jumping jacks or run in place like immediately (laughs) before calling them. Uh, But like really put in like a lot of effort. You definitely like the first thing they hear when they're like, Oh, hello. You definitely want to be like, Oh hey, um, I was just, I was uh, I was just wondering. Sorry, I was just wondering if um, uh, maybe you want to get some coffee sometime or whatever. And the the person that they're in is be like, oh, oh, he works out. Oh yeah, yeah he's oh. definitely. Because you know they he's can't fit. see you visually, so you have to convey that in an yeah. audio format. So yeah, so that's definitely it. Should be a lot of like, oh uh, yeah. So I was just thinking maybe we could. Hold on a second. Oh, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. 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 <laughs>
4: 99?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm currently doing push-ups do you, while do I'm talking wanna, to you. Do you want to call me so. back? No, it's fine. I'm always like this. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, I do push-ups yeah, so. all the time. I can't call you any other time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, lo- I'm never not doing push-ups. Right, right. I'm either so doing push-ups or other- sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael, what'd you learn?
3: I learned um, that WBAI in New Jersey mm-hmm. plays the greatest hits of the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, the eighteen twenties, okay. and today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> learn that from a lady at learn that from a lady at a mall,
1: right?
3: I did, yeah. <laughs> well done. It's amazing yeah. the things you'll learn oh. there. You
0: know. Man, if I knew a single other song from eighteen twenties, I would make a lot <laughs> <show>. of <laughs> about all the songs they're <laughs> playing, but I don't know <laughs> what else that would be. Um, oh my God. Rachel, what'd you learn?
4: Uh, I learned that if it's the seventies uh, and you're a hippie, have a well-stocked pantry. Cause mm-hmm. you don't know when the munchies are going to hit. And yep. you know, sometimes people just want spaghetti yep. and if it's 1130 at night and it's the seventies, <laughs> everything's closed at that point.
1: Yeah. So oh, yeah. Always yeah. have
4: a well-stocked pantry.
3: Or right. make your spaghetti in advance.
4: Make yep. advanced spaghetti, yes. You know, yeah, you don't like, have to worry what? about
3: the boiling water.
4: Yeah, you, you, you're about to go out, you say, you know what, I'm probably going to get really high tonight. You know what, I'm <laughs> going to put a pot of spaghetti on. I'm going to put a pot of spaghetti on. I'll be prepared right. for later.
3: I'm yeah, a musician yeah. in the 70s. I should have food ready. <laughs>
0: right, right. right. Well, and the thing is, is that, um, you know, because you have to remember, it's the 70s, so they don't have microwaves. So what we want to do is, you want to make a lot of pasta, right, and save it in the fridge. So that later, all you have to do is just throw it in some boiling water. That's Um, right. And so that's really going to save you a lot of time. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Making pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) Touche. Flaw in the plan. We'll we'll end on my dumbest joke ever. Uh, And uh, just say thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Uh, This has been the Story Song Podcast. Um, Follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, and if you could leave Mm -hmm. us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we would certainly appreciate it. And please, if you know someone who you think would enjoy the show, tell a friend. You bet. Uh, Tell uh, a hippie girl named Ariel. Tell anyone you want. Yeah,
3: anybody Uh, you meet in the mall.
0: Yeah, anyone. uh, But seriously, don't go to the mall right now uh, and if you do wear a mask but um, yes. <laughs> but otherwise uh, anyone else you, you meet or, or happen to know might like the show uh, definitely tell them about it um, and thanks for listening so I'm Dan McEnery. I'm Rachel Oaks
3: and I'm Michael Gazelle
0: we'll be back at you next time with another great story song so
2: thanks for listening and goodbye bye bye Ave Maria Cheers on my pillow and Ave Maria Cheers on my pillow and Ave Maria
0: Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com.
3: Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast.
4: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening.
3: Um, oh, by the way, I looked it up. Um, Dean Friedman did sing the McDonald's song.
4: No, are you serious?
3: No, there's no information oh. on it, Rachel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you.